What's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. And as always, I apologize for any noises in the background and the wind because I am outside. Also, I did this once, so yeah, I had to do it again because it was not concise. So, as people, sometimes I have to realize, like for myself, for the sake of myself and not feeling bad about what I post. I have to realize that some of the things that I say, I say them too bluntly or like too nonchalantly. And people like, I point out people's flaws. And the way that I do it so nonchalantly hurts people even more. So if any of the things that I say hurts you, I want to apologize in advance because that's not my intention. My intention is to get you to notice something within yourself that you didn't notice was there. So, with that being said, what I was talking about before I restarted this is that as people, we have a tendency to compare ourselves to other people. And to compare our problems most of all. Because we want to have the most problems because we want to be looked at some type of way whether that's good or bad and when you're holding on to your problems the analogy that I used was holding on to balloons because your hands are meant to do things like notice how not a lot of animals have thumbs Right, like the fact that we can pick things up in the first place, the fact that we have fingerprints. You know what your fingerprint is for? It's so that shit doesn't slip right out of your hand because friction is a thing and also a very weird thing. Because if we didn't have fingerprints, then we would not be able to grab things. And so back to my analogy we hold on to our problems like we're holding on to balloons and As we grow up, we gather and gather and gather more balloons. And then we compare balloons to each other. And our hands are meant to do amazing things. Our minds are meant to do amazing things. Our mouths, our eyes, our ears, our hearts, our feet, our body is meant to be an amazing thing. And when you're holding on to your problems, you hinder yourself. Because instead of creating something with that hand, now it's being held. Now it's being... I don't want to say captive, but it's being held captive by your problems. It's... It's kind of like being a hostage. Like, the only thing that you do is hold on to this, and it creates more problems. It's like being a dumb criminal and holding hostages. The only thing that you're going to do is get yourself into more trouble. And our bodies are meant to do amazing things. That's why we have thumbs. So don't waste your thumb by holding on to problems, holding on to these balloons. Anyways, so, with that being said, 
If you're holding on to your problems, I can't tell you to let them go. Because I don't know your problems, I don't know your life, and it's up to you to be willing to do that or not. A lot of the times we hold on to the problems we have because we want to be the victim in our stories. But being the victim in our stories doesn't really do much, you feel me? Like, is there ever a story where the victim is the main character? Or is the heroes the main character? Heroes, at least in this, you know, at least on Earth, you feel me? Like, I don't know about any other planet, so... What I do know about Earth is that we have a tendency to repeat the hero's journey. Like Drew Barrymore. She went through a really hard life and then she made a show to be able to connect with other people who went through the same thing. Because celebrities have a tendency to have really hard lives and it's kind of the same thing like for everybody everybody has a really rough past every single person has a hard life and then they get over it but it's that ending that matters you feel me like you go through really hard stuff to build a character and then boom your character is built and then you do stuff with the character. And if you're one of those people who's like, My character's already built. Stop throwing lessons at me. God, I hate this. We. Then God's like, oh, well, you're not ready, clearly. And you need some more building. I was one of those people who shrugged off all of my problems. Throughout my whole fucking life. Like, all of my life. I shrugged off... A lot of things. I had this aunt who lived with me for a long time and she used to read to me because like as a kid I was really not focused on learning. Like I really didn't give a shit. I really didn't give a shit about anything except for like living and breathing. Like I was never really focused or zoomed in on anything. I was never honed in on anything other than one being rich. Like I knew that since I fucking popped out of the womb. I was like I want money. That was like the first thing that I was focused on. But other than that, I was not, like, I didn't care about anything else. Like, anything else. And so I had this aunt that lived with me, and she would read to me because, I'm not gonna lie to you, because I was not focused on school, I was very slow. <laughs> and so, like, I took pride in the fact that this adult was willing to take the time out of their day to read to me. Because I couldn't read, so, like, if you're gonna read to me, and you're going to be doing that out of willingness. Praise the Lord. You feel me? And so I loved the fuck out of this aunt. Like, loved her to death. Like, I'd fight for her in every argument that anybody had with her. I'd fucking beat somebody up, even if I was seven years old. Like, I'd do the most for this person. And when I was in seventh or sixth grade, she died. And... It was weird, like, it was weird because it did hurt, like, it hurts to this day, but, like, it wasn't 
like a hurt where I don't know like you want revenge it wasn't like a hurt where you're like damn like I'm never gonna feel better again it was more of a hurt like I can't believe that this person's gone but I know that it's for the best in a weird way and I didn't know that she died until I would say like I was 14 she died when I was in 6th grade but I didn't know until I was 14 because my family has a tendency to not care about me and not tell me anything that goes on so I'm always the last to know and I honestly didn't care like one I didn't care that I was the last to know and two I didn't it wasn't that I didn't necessarily care that she died but like because I did care that she died because she was the only one that fucking cared about me but it was like I'm not tripping because I know that death is peaceful and being alive is fucking difficult so she's at peace you feel me like she's not hurting anymore and I had a tendency to do that with all of my problems not just that like I was picked on as a kid just cause like I was just so scared to make friends because the friends that I did make didn't last very long like my family was really poor so we moved almost every six months so I really didn't get to make friends like that and because I moved all the time I was like fuck like I don't even know how to talk to people like I don't even get the fucking chance every time that I pick up the courage to go make a friend we move like what's the point so I really just stuck to myself and because I stuck by myself I got picked on like because if you're not like everybody else you're automatically weird and so I was that kid that got bullied and when I got to middle school middle school is when you get bullied the fucking most because that's when everybody has their personalities developed you feel me and if you're not cool then you get looked at some type of way if you're not doing drugs or whatever the fuck everybody else is doing you're the weird person or you're the square or whatever and I didn't really care either like I really didn't care that I didn't have friends I really didn't care that I was bullied I really didn't care about most of the problems in my family like the problems that I did have with my family I really didn't give a shit I didn't give a shit about who was raising me I didn't give a shit like at all like about anything and then when I was in high school I started to give a shit but it was only for my sake like I didn't give a a shit about school right so all my grades were just passing because as long as I passed nobody would tell me anything and as long as nobody would tell me anything I could do whatever the fuck I wanted because I was the middle child aka I was neglected the most so I'd basically do whatever the fuck I wanted already and as long as I was able to fly under the radar I was able to do whatever the fuck I wanted and get away with whatever I wanted and when I started to give a shit about school, I was in high school. And my last year, I applied for this scholarship. 
that had to do with my school. And that would have given me a free ride. And my show wasn't even nominated. And I was like, so all of this worked for nothing. So I just went back to not caring. And I'm not going to lie to you, not caring worked out a whole lot more than caring ever did. And so I kind of learned to not care about my problems. Because there is certain things you should care about. Like the impact you make on a different person. Or I don't know. Being nice to your family. Or being nice to your friends. Or being nice to strangers because you don't know what the fuck they're dealing with. And shit like that. Like there is stuff you should care about. But I just didn't care like about anything. Like at all. And it got me a lot farther in life just because you have to learn how to use your energy to your advantage. Which means working smarter, not harder. And that's what I did my whole life. Like, I didn't bust my ass and stress myself out over school because I was like, nobody gives a shit. Like, why am I going to give a shit? And, you know, that kind of translated to friends. Like, I made friends, but I made friends with people who were easy to make friends with. Like, I was friends with the nerdy kids because I knew that the nerdy kids were not going to judge me. And because I knew that they were looking for friends just as hard as I was. So it's going to be easy to connect with these people. And it went a lot better than being friends with popular kids. You feel me? Like, I wouldn't consider myself popular. But when I did hang out with kids who considered themselves popular, they were always, like, really douchey and, like, full of themselves and not only full of themselves but like judgmental like very judgmental like they knew everything was fucking hot shit they knew that their shit didn't stink but in reality their shit stank the worst and that's kind of how I live my life I live my life smarter not harder and a lot of people give me shit for it but I was kind of built for it you know like If I didn't learn that at a young age, I wouldn't be able to teach people how to manifest. I wouldn't be able to teach people how to get everything that they ever fucking wanted. I wouldn't be able to teach people how to believe in themselves. I wouldn't be able to teach in general because I would not have learned the lessons. And I'm ultimately really grateful for being neglected. And I'm ultimately really grateful for the hardships that I've endured. And having to learn how to be smarter and not bust my ass and work harder because if you really think about it like this society they think that they gain their value from working we have this grind culture that if you're not grinding and making money you're not shit if you're unemployed we spit on your name we spit on your fucking grave and to me it's like You're going to work because it fulfills a little void inside of you because you can't fill that void for yourself. But people will call me selfish for saying that. You feel me? Like, no offense to people who go to their jobs. You feel me? Because that's what you want. Like, that's your contribution. 
That is who you are. That's what you tried to be your whole life. But I did not try to be that. Like, I just didn't give a fuck. Like, period. But that's another thing that I want to bring up because people are really judgmental when it comes to people who want to be famous or who want to chase their dreams because they're like, what are you contributing to society? We need workers. We need people that whoop, And I'm like, waste your breath one more time. Speaking on my name. And I will make you cry. Like, get over yourself. And your big ass fucking ego. Pull up your pants and be an adult and stop complaining about what I'm doing and focus on your life. Okay? Mind your goddamn business. So. That's also no hate, you know, to listeners. Because if you have a job, you know, kudos. Because that's not me. Like, I'm not going to do that. But if you do that, then you're probably a hard worker. Like, I'm not going to downplay people who go to jobs. Because you have to have a lot of self-discipline. You have to get up in the morning, go to work, give a shit about going to work, give a shit about work itself. Do the eight hours or however many hours. And then you have to drive yourself home. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. I don't have enough fucks to give to work. Okay? But if you do, good job. Like, fuck, I can't do that. So, good for you. Like, you're doing something I can't do. (coughs) Excuse me. But... Anyways, I'm getting off off track. My point is... One, stop comparing your problems to other people's problems. Because you're just a big crybaby at that point. Like, look at my balloons. Why do you feel bad for me? And that's no hate. I'm just saying, like, really that's what you look like. When you're comparing balloons to other people and be like, My problems are more serious than yours. Because problems are problems no matter what the size is. And I know because I used to do this. So, like, this is how I used to talk to myself. So, if you think that you have hard, you're not with me 24-7. So, don't even trip. And two, you have to learn to not give a shit about what other people are doing or saying about you or anything in general. Because the only person you have to worry about is you sitting in your skin. Because nobody else is sitting in your skin. Nobody else gives a shit enough to sit in your skin. So, do whatever you need to do, but do it quietly. Don't complain. And if you're going to complain about what other people are doing, you better be ready to have somebody say some shit to your face. That's just how it is. And if you want to manifest, it's really simple. Very, very simple. Have a goal in mind. And do things every day that help you get to that goal. If getting your license is your goal, study the fucking driving handbook or the permit test and fucking read all the rules and regulations of the road. And then eventually you'll be ready to take your driving test. And if I think your permit and your driving test cost money. I don't know if they cost money when I was a kid. But I think they cost money now. But you could save like a dollar. Just ask your mom or dad. Be like, can I have a quarter? And fucking stack that shit. 
and nobody's gonna say no to a quarter you feel me like ma you have a quarter and if she doesn't be like can i please 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 have a quarter it's just a quarter it's just 25 cents and you know nobody's gonna trip over a fucking quarter like i don't know if your mom or dad trips over you asking for a quarter i don't know what to tell you i'm sorry I don't think that's that much. You feel me? Like, especially in this trash economy. Like, inflation's a bitch. So, I think you should be good asking for a quarter. Especially because everything is expensive as fuck. So, everybody's gotta have a quarter. And if your parents don't have a quarter and you're at school, ask your teacher for a quarter. Don't be scared. Because teachers are usually the nice, nice people. Like... If you're a teacher, you have to have some sort of patience for kids. Or you have to have some liking towards kids to be a teacher. So, ask your nice teacher. Because some teachers are assholes. And you're like, why do you work here if you don't like kids? That shit, I never understood that. That shit makes me want to backhand them. Like, I gave you a reason not to like kids, bitch. Pissing me off. I had this one teacher in elementary school who would make the whole class feel like shit and then he he made me pee my pants me and this other kid because he wouldn't let us go to the bathroom and i was like you know you're a piece of shit you're a piece of dog shit and i hope your mom knows this that you allowed me to pee my pants in your class instead of allowing me to go to the bathroom and now i have to wait here and sit after one hour one hour after school is over because my mom doesn't drive, so she has to walk here to bring me pants because of you. And now I have to be here an hour extra. So to Mr. Peterson, because I still remember your shitty name, I hope your mom knows what you did to me. Anyway. <laughs> and it was not even just me, it was another kid, but I don't remember the other kid's name because I barely remember that dude's name. If you're a teacher and you hate kids, you belong in jail. Like, what are you doing? Connect the dots. Like, what's not clicking? That that pisses me off. Like, why do something that you absolutely hate for the money? Like, you're just as dumb as whoever told you to go to school to be a teacher. Like, you listen to them. And now you hate your life. You want to clap? You want a cookie? Like, that shit pissed me off. And another thing, I'm just gonna sit here and complain because some things just be pissed me off. Like, for real. When you go to work, like, like, I don't know, like a retail or a grocery store or a fast food place and your manager is having you do all the things that they should be doing, like, what is you doing? What is you here for? I could do your job. I could run this whole place. Like, that should be irking my nerve. But then again, I don't really give a shit. Because, like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to do what I do. And you going to do what you do. And I'm not going to care. Also, another thing. If you want to learn how to manifest, you have to be able to learn the art of nonchalantness. Like... You really have to not care about everything. Because that's how you get what you want. Like, And sometimes 
things happen even better than you would expect. Like, for example, when I was a kid, I manifested getting my license. Like, instead of studying for the driver's test and shit like that, I used to pray. I used to pray to get my license. And then I went to school. And at school, the teacher did the test for me. So I didn't have to do the test. <laughs> and did I ask them to do that? Absolutely not. Did it fall into my lap? Absolutely. When you pray for things, you get those things. You just have to not give a fuck about getting the thing. And you also have to have a clear conscience. Because if you're really negative Nancy and you're always shitting on people's parades, are you really deserving of what you want? No. Anyway. What else? Oh, sorry. I apologize for that. That was probably really loud. What else? I can't believe that happened to me. A lot of things that I manifest is like mind-blowing. Like, I'll give you a different example of when something just falls into my lap. When the whole fucking Twilight movie came out. <laughs> this is really embarrassing. Okay, so don't come at me for this. But I was like, oh my god, what if I was Bella? And there was two guys fighting over me. And then, boom, it happened. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm tripping. This shit's crazy. I was like, oh my god, I made a movie. <laughs> but obviously, it's sixth grade. Like, they're fighting over holding my hand. What is this? <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, you have to really not give a shit. You have to have this idea of life is kind of fan like fantasy in a way. But not, like, too much. Like, you have to have your ideas grounded. And that's why yesterday's topic was on grounding. Because if you can't ground yourself, how are you not gonna give a shit? Like, your head's gonna be up your ass. If you really don't care. Or, like, if you care too much. Like, you're gonna be like, oh my god, I'm stressing all the time. And I know, because I was stressing all the time. Like, all the fucking time. Anyway. I don't want this to be 30 minutes, so I'm ending this here. And, yeah. I hope that you have a good day, a good night, good morning. I don't know what time it is for you. I don't know your life. Only you know your life. I'm not gonna say I know your life, because I don't. Anyway. Take all the things I said with a grain of salt. And if something offended you, I'm sorry. That wasn't my intention. But if it offended you, I don't know what to tell you. I like I really don't so but I do hope that this was helpful in some way shape or form or relatable you know because like the teacher thing why are you gonna be a teacher if you don't like kids I should have backhand you like look anyway yeah that's it hope to see you in the next one and I hope that this was helpful and yeah peace